Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week, my guest is Steph, or better known as a YouTube name, Steph the Crab. Now, I've known Steph for many years. We actually went to secondary school together, which we do touch on in the podcast. This is another quite a long conversation, so this is part one of two. Uh, part two should be released next week at the same time. And um, this chat was an absolute joy. I mean, Steph is, as you'll hear, is an incredibly happy and nice person. Um, we do discuss, you know, quite a wide variety of things in this podcast. One of the things we talk about specifically is actually if you came confetti, as in when the male or female ejaculate, if confetti or glitter shot out, which is quite a funny thing to think about. Um, we also talk about challenge videos and some of the things that she does on YouTube, um, as well as uh, cannabis legalization, um, crazy stories about work and places we've worked in retail and things like that, um, bullying, uh, cartoon characters, hairy people, uh, sexuality, just in general, there's, there's like a, it's a wide variety of things, but um, it doesn't just stick to YouTube. We only actually talk about Steph's YouTube stuff for a few minutes, so even if you don't know who she is uh, YouTube-wise, it's still a great conversation. The episode I released a couple of weeks ago, because last week I wasn't about, um, was to do with transgender, and it was me, Reese, and Josh discussing our sort of uh, our perspectives on the whole transgender movement, uh, gender pronouns, and that sort of thing. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, make sure you go do that. And as I said, next week is going to be uh, part two of Steph the Crab. And yeah, uh, there's not really much else to say on this episode. Just give it a listen, see what you think. Also, a shout out to Issa of the Young, Free and Coupled podcast. Um, he's just a great guy. I really recommend you guys go check out the Young, Free and Coupled podcast, especially if you're British. Um, it's a very, I say it's a grounded perspective on life. It's just really, they're down to earth. They're both great people. Uh, Issa especially is, or Issa, I'm being terrible with his name. I do apologize, Issa. And um, he's just absolutely fantastic. Um, I can't recommend them enough. And also coming up next is a promo just before we get started from Podcast 42, so make sure you check that out, and then it'll be straight on to the show. Thanks as always, guys, and I'll be back at the end. Podcast 42 promo, take one. Do things pop into your head randomly? Yes. Mm. Do you want to learn about stuff that yeah. uh, happened in history, like, but nothing that's important in history? Yes. Do you want to have everybody laugh at everything you say? No. Well, well then become a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast 42 promo, take two. Have you ever wanted a podcast to tell you it loves you? No. <laughs> Nor have we, a bored podcast 42. Podcast 42 promo, take three. Don't be sad, be glad. We're here at Podcast 42 to entertain you. <laughs> It'll be the brightest hour of your week. We might make you cry, laugh, maybe both at the same time, but we won't make you poop your pants. Podcast 42 promo, take four. Oh, why don't you guys just give it up already? And you can find us on all the stuff that you find other podcasts on, all of it. Also find us in our podcast group, the official Podcast 42 group on Facebook, and you can find us on the web at podcast42show.wordpress.com. Come listen to us, we're Podcast 42. Podcast 42 show. You know the email address. You came you up, came with, up the email with the email address. address. We are podcast42show at gmail.com. And you couldn't remember that. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. I'm surprised you gave out three lamps on Gumtree. 
Well, that's the thing, because like that lampshade and that lampshade are both from uh, this woman gave us two lamps, well, a lamp with two lampshades, and that lampshade was on that initially, so I just swapped them over because this light was so goddamn yeah, so harsh. That's a bit big, isn't it, for that one? Yeah, it's people, you know. I don't know. I don't, I what's don't going know. On anyway, I am here with Steph. Um, yeah, I've started. Oh, recording. we started now. Subtle. Brilliant. That's, that's right. That's how I do it. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, Hello. Well, basically, we knew each other. Let me think. Secondary school, mm-hmm. um, and we haven't really spoken for seven years. I think it was, um, except for today and briefly in Messenger. Um, so, how have you been <laughs> in seven years? Summarize it. Two words. Go. Um, <laughs> bollocks, but good. I guess that's that's a, that's a good way of doing it. Um, God, there's so many things to talk about. Um, it's been well, a while. It's been heck it's, of a long it's been time. a very long time. Very yeah, long time. I mean, a lot happens in seven years. I mean, I swear we well not hate each other, but because that's a bit of a harsh word. But I think we, we used to fight along. like cat and dog, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely didn't get along uh, in school. But then again, I didn't get along with most people in school. You know, uh, very few people <laughs> in Chamberlain liked me, except for the very end of the year, at uh, the end of year uh, eleven. I remember I was talking to Joel Whitfield and Charlotte Edwards in the um, <clears throat> in the French class. I think it was like a week or two away from the school finishing, and I, I mentioned in passing someone about people not liking me, and they're like, "We like you. You're just a bit of a dick." I was like, what? <laughs> and then just it was this big thing. I was like, everyone was actually kind of alright with me. I was just an asshole. I was like, well, fair enough. You know, I, I kind of was, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I mean, one of the reasons I want to get you on here um, was because you're doing YouTube stuff. Okay. And. Um, well, let's start with that. Like, uh, what's your channel called? What What do you do? And okay, start? so my channel's called Steph the Crab. I do not know why. Um, that's I'm not even. I was born in February, so I'm not. You know, my star sign isn't even Cancer. So I have no <laughs> idea what the hell that's even about. Maybe crabs are orange and you're ginger. Maybe, maybe. That's got to be it. Maybe, but um. You do walk sideways quite a lot. <laughs> but sometimes people say, you know, change it to Steph Scott Crabs or Steph oh. the Crab. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's nice. Yeah, that's good. But my subscribers are called crabs, so technically maybe I do have crabs. Well, that's what it does work, I suppose. You know? <laughs> At least you can carry them all around with you. The, um, so, what would you kind of uh, what do you what do you do really on your? Uh, just very random stuff. Mm. That's what my vibe has and always will be. It's just um, you get a lot of different YouTubers that do maybe beauty um, challenges. You also get people to do games. I want to be able to do anything. Mm. You know, just keep it random keep it strange yeah just do what you fancy really exactly if i want to blooming uh recently i'm thinking about doing a a challenge where you have to swallow hot dogs whole if i want to do that i'm gonna do that you know what i mean yeah yeah even though it might be a brazzers i was gonna say i was gonna say you could get a lot of gifs out of that you probably could do yeah but (laughs) fair enough i've seen you because you've done um i've seen you do a couple of challenges Uh, there's been a few unboxing things of like uh you get these random boxes of cool stuff like um was it like japanese loot crates and that sort yeah, of thing yeah it's like a kawaii box yeah 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 and um i've seen you did you do the cinnamon challenge at all i know that was ages ago oh no i didn't do that i did chubby bunny though that's oh, one yeah. of the old school ones. how many yeah. did you manage to fit in um i think i did 11 i think that's pretty good not too many it was a bit it was a bit weird at the end you know? <laughs> I just got a bit foamy i looked like a rabbit with myxomatosis yeah. i didn't look right that's, that's so, pretty and it's that spat been, out everywhere. Oh yeah, I've I've done. I, I think the only times I've done uh, fluffy bunny or chubby bunny, whichever one you meant to call it, um, <laughs> is when I've been intoxicated. So oh. it's normally I'm drunk, and it's like, you know, what's a good thing to do when you're drunk? Shove loads of marshmallows <laughs> in your mouth. I don't know how many I managed to fit in, but um, I can fit my fist in my mouth. So yeah, oh. I know I've I've a huge mouth, um, unfortunately. That's probably not the best thing you want to say to maybe some weird guys on a night out. Well, there, yeah, that's the thing. You know, it's like <laughs> I can fit a whole fist in my mouth. What else like, oh, can I, I fit? I could put in? a lot more in that than you, <laughs> like, Okay, okay, I'm gonna just back away slowly. 
Um, yeah, so what what made you kind of... How long ago did you start off the YouTube thing? Oh, it was only um, May 2016. I, I really wanted to do it years ago, and um, I wish I did it earlier. But um, it started off with me just doing a blow-up doll. I videoed myself blowing up a, a man with a giant 10-inch penis. Okay. <laughs> and it was kind of funny, it was kind of funny, but then I realised with YouTube the whole ad thing going on at the moment how everyone's got to be family friendly yeah um i've kind of started to try and tone down things a bit yeah yeah they've gone quite liberal with a lot of the the youtube things they have to because i I used to be like super into youtube like around um because i a lot of people who are listening probably don't know this but um i was on youtube for a while um what's it on youtube like i was some sort of big thing it wasn't anything like that uh (laughs) me and reese who's been on the podcast um we we did visual digest and we just did uh it was like kind of news and sketches kind of mixed together and yeah we did that for it's about a year i guess we didn't do it that we didn't release the well, regularly. Like 2011 or something. it was around that time i was in college um it was first slash second year of college i believe yeah um so how, how long ago was that i mean i've been working now for five years so that was seven or oh, six years so i think you're about right actually yeah because seven years seven or eight seven slash eight years ago was when we last spoke yeah. Um, which was 2011 so yeah i think 2011 12 ish is around it's the time crazy, time yeah goes. madness <laughs> but uh yeah so i did uh, i did visual digest for a little bit um but i me because me and reese did it obviously where there's two of you uh you always have to make sure your schedule's on the right time and all that sort of thing so it kind of just fizzled out and reese now works in a school um he's an it technician oh that's brilliant uh, yeah um and he's done really well for himself but he um <laughs> a lot of his students started finding some of the videos because if you typed in reese willis oh they, i guess you have to be careful exactly yeah. and um there was nothing there's nothing inappropriate or horrendous on there it was just it's quite embarrassing because it was just us being 15 16 17 sort of age just recording ourselves doing stupid things and i don't care i'm fine with it but I've watched a couple of those videos now. You go back in it, and it's like that was only six years ago, and it's so embarrassing. It's so cringy. But everyone's all changed since then. That's exactly, exactly. It, yeah. Like, like I can see that you have lost a heck of a lot of weight. I used to be very. That's overweight. amazing. Well yeah. done. Thank honestly, you. that's amazing. Yeah, I used to be quite overweight, but um, yeah, it's quite. It's just one of those things. I kind of moved out. I moved out, and I was just like, kind of I, I, through college. I lost a bit more weight as well. I was. Um, I decided to start losing weight around college time, mainly because I was single and couldn't get a girlfriend. And Aww. I was like, and it wasn't. It didn't occur to me at the point that I was an asshole. It was more of my looks. So I lost a, fair, a bit of weight, and then nothing really changed. I was like, okay, maybe just maybe I'll stop being a dick to everyone I know. <laughs> and as soon as I did that, I think within about a month of me thinking that, I ended up dating someone. So Aww. you know, it did work. And then. Um, well, as I've moved away from home three and a half years ago, I've been able to manage what I eat a lot more. And like when you live with your parents, like my parents were lovely and obviously they did spoil me a bit, but they bought biscuits and chocolate all the time. And when you're, you know, younger and you can just go in the cupboards and get infinite chocolate or biscuits, you do that. Whereas now it's, if I don't buy it, I won't have it to eat. So I, and I have like a Friday's my cheat day is just on Friday, I come in from work um the guys come over we have a few drinks and then i just eat whatever i want it's normally just one big bag of doritos and a big dairy milk oreo bar that's normally it but um oh wow yeah I, i'm i'm it's weirdly not... routined in some ways oh, well at least you probably eat better than i do i had a bunch of i think i was eating nutella out of a jar 
when I got here. Like, before I got here, I was eating a ch- Nutella out of a jar like I was some homeless person. I don't know. This sounds pretty premium. I think you, you wouldn't be quite that homeless. I think you're like slightly above homeless. A bit in a premium, crack house. yeah. Crack house, we'd a say. crack yeah. house, maybe, yeah. yeah. And then the problem is, like, you, you're eating there, you're getting out the spoon, you're eating it, and it's all around your mouth, so it looks like you've been doing some sort of <laughs> scat porn, you know what I mean? It's like, it's That's really awful. bad. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend eating. I've got a Nutella spoon, which has got a little squirrel at the end of it, and it's like a Aww. completely unsharpened spoon. I'll have to um, show you. Unsharpened? No, knife. I meant knife. Oh, so okay. I was it's, unsharpened, say, it's so flat and so spoon-like, it, it's meant to be a knife. Oh. But um, yes, a Nutella spoon, knife. God dang it. <laughs> terrible here. But um, I used to have Nutella all the time. I used to just devour that stuff. Yeah, just get home and be like, kind of fancy a biscuit and some chocolate. Okay. I just dip the biscuit and scoop like a massive bit of chocolate out. as like twice as much Nutella as chocolate. I'll make like <laughs> Nutella sandwiches and the Nutella is thicker than both slices of bread. That sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, it's quite weird. I've been trying... I didn't used to like a lot of food. I used to be very fussy. And so um, I've I've been trying to eat lots more things. Have you been eating any weird stuff recently or tried anything Uh, like that? Oh, I did um, a series on my YouTube where I ate bugs. (laughs) That with no context. No, I I just ate bugs. I ate fried fried frogs um, and I also ate fried uh, crickets. No, were they crickets? Or were they, no, they were grasshoppers. Oh, okay. I do have some more stock footage, shall we say, lined up. Oh, okay, up. so you've got some more lined up. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Because I've, um, I've got quite a few. Well, with podcasts, um, there's... For a while, I had about six or seven. Like, I was like way ahead. And then the Christmas period hit, and obviously I wasn't really recording with people. I was chilling out, and I've just slowly kind of caught up myself. Um, so this is probably going to be released uh, generally it depends how long it'll be um, it'll be released in one or two parts potentially and uh, it'll probably be released on Sunday if you're oh, game okay. with that so it's just like oh no it's fine yeah there's, um, <laughs> normally I'll, I'll release it like there's been a couple that I've recorded loads in a row and then like one of them I recorded at the end was about a band and they had a excuse me they had an album coming out or an EP rather and that was uh, Callum and um I released that immediately, and then there was a podcast that I recorded just after that that I um, that I done, which I was talking about that podcast. So I released that next, and it, mm-hmm. it ended up being there's a podcast I did with my mate Bradley, and I recorded that was like the fourth podcast I think I like ever recorded. It was like the twelfth one I released. <laughs> so I'm all I when it comes to that sort of thing, I understand the whole like staggering footage and stuff. I, I get that. Um, with some of the weird stuff though, yesterday I had. Um, I tried these when I was over uh, my friend Zoe's place. Um, we were trying, it was a sweet pea, uh, sorry, chickpea and sweet potato pie. Oh, um, that sounds quite, quite nice, actually. Yeah, that was nice. And then um, these, because I've been buying a few, I'm not vegetarian, but I've been buying a couple of vegetarian vegan things from Tesco to give them a go. These, there's some Mexican vegan burgers and they are lush. They're, <laughs> they're beans, they're like refried beans in uh, breadcrumbs, they're amazing. And that I've does t- sound actually quite nice. <laughs> they're really good, surprisingly. Um, and not expensive, it's like two quid for like four of them. But, oh, God, I tried these things uh, last night, and they were... It's kale, uh, pumpkin seeds, um, uh, quinoa, and beetroot. And it was horrendous. <laughs> it what, was, was that probably, all in one go? Yeah, it was... Uh, it's like a... They get all together to kind of make a patty out of it. Like oh, you, you okay. You cut it in half, and there's like bits of beetroot, there's little lentils in it, there's uh, pumpkin seeds, and that sort of thing. That was awful. That oh, was, God. Uh, yeah. It sounds like a failed McDonald's burger, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. It does. Oh, sounds God, like, that sounds awful. It, made, it kind of looks like um, in SpongeBob, there's an episode where they have the na- the nasty patty, and um, <laughs> they just put all these random, horrendous stuff into this burger and, and then like serve it. Yeah, it looked, it looked just <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, so what about... Um, so with your YouTube stuff, like what... If you had to, say, almost 
describe to someone if you wanted to market it to someone if you just want to kind of make almost a promo what sort of things would you say like um well first of all i would say that some of it is very inappropriate okay. um i try and be as friendly as i can but uh, there's a lot of sexual innuendos <laughs> um i'll tell people that obviously to watch with caution because yep. i come across sometimes especially at work as a very sweet little girl yeah um and for some reason the last two jobs i've had in the last two years when i started my youtube channel um they've people at work have found my youtube channel before i've even started wow. and the manager of where i work now is, is, is laughing at my videos and is showing it to his niece and everything oh you wow know? that's fantastic yeah so it's you've got to yeah with youtube you've got to be careful because i remember one time i worked for a company that was very uh <clears throat> on the ball right with social media and stuff yeah and if they found out i had been doing youtube videos and doing what they call probably inappropriate stuff mm. um i would have got sacked straight away so you've right. got to be careful with the job that you do that you know yeah. everyone knows this is me i am weird mm. exactly all the best people are weird it's all, all weird. the best people are weird yeah exactly it's like um, we're strangers it, <laughs> hey, well, that's the thing with um with this podcast i mean fortunately my work's fairly liberal in the way that they it's like get your work done don't be inappropriate to customers or talk to people oh, on the yeah, phone in a bad yeah. way but like at my work they let me swear or they let everyone swear not just me I'm not some sort of <laughs> just Michael he can just, swear because no they else. think you've actually got Tourette's you just haven't you know, yeah, that's told it. them just, that you don't just yelling swear words randomly <laughs> at customers the um but you know, with this podcast, I'm fine with anyone to listen to it because there's no opinions I have on here that I'm not, I don't talk about. I'm not willing to discuss. You know, yeah, it's, exactly. Um, you know, I I have opinions on uh, certain drug laws like uh, cannabis, for example. You know, as I said, uh, my dad died of cancer, and I feel like if cannabis was at least medicinal, it could have at least eased the suffering and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the documentaries I've seen about cannabis and this sort of thing is the whole legality thing is a big, massive debate. And um, I think at some point in the podcast, I'll end up talking about drug reform. Oh, that's okay. Um, but like, that would be another big podcast. I'll probably do like a whole thing about it. But um, with that, like, even though I do believe that, if someone at work asked me, I'd say that. But you can't just walk around work saying, I think that weed should be legal. Because then everyone goes, <laughs> well, you're a stoner then. And if you're a stoner, that means you're bad. It's like, well, no. Just because I say I think cannabis should be legal for medicinal purposes does not mean that I smoke it. And also does not mean that I'm, like, condoning every drug being completely legal. No, exactly. You know, so, apart from that, I'm, I'm generally, with the, everything else in the podcast, it's just fine. You know, it's, it's quite nice having uh, having a job where... You're, it's respected like like what what jobs since leaving uh school what are all the jobs that you've had okay let's uh, let's do actually it's me this makes me sound like i'm somebody who can't keep a job i can do i promise you yeah. so my first ever job um i worked in a care home mm-hmm. okay wiping old people's asses i see yeah um it wasn't the best so i left <laughs> okay i just you know i just don't want to be an ass wiper anymore you that's, know that's normally i'm an ass licker not an ass wiper <laughs> um and then I went and worked at Primark for two years. Mm. Um, that was a bit strange. Yeah. Um, Did you have any crazy stories from Primark? Oh, yes. Yes, I had one where I got called up to the manager's office because I had two two gentlemen come in. Yeah. And they were of an Afghani um, race. Right. And obviously their English was quite bad, bless them. And they yeah. were asking for a jacket that was puffy. Right. And I said, do you mean a bomber jacket? 
Right. Now, they thought that I meant a jacket to bomb people. They oh. thought I was making a racist slur. Oh, okay. And I got called up to uh, to the management saying, did you call one of our customers a terrorist? And oh, I was like, I Jesus. didn't. Oh, wow. I was like, I promise, it's called a bomber jacket. And they're like, no, it's called a gelée or something. I was like, oh, I've always called it a bomber jacket. Yeah, I've, I've only heard it be called things on bomber jackets. <laughs> and now well. I feel like I, I offended somebody. And oh, I was just wow. like, oh, God. like That's probably the most craziest we've ever had there. And we also had a man that had a heart attack. Um, and he was carrying a bag of shit around with him. Right. Yeah, the lady come and gave him gave him his Tesco bag that he left on the floor um, to give it to the ambulance, and it was this bag of shit. She dropped it in this bag of shit. I don't know why he had a bag of shit on him, but people are very strange. I, mm. When I worked in uh, HMV, there was a there's a couple of people who were uh, notorious almost customers because there were certain um, people who. Obviously, some of them would have mental disabilities and stuff, and it's not fun not to poke fun or anything, but, like, they'd come in and they'd say, just, they'd smell quite strange, they'd, there'd be something off about them, and they'd say loads of weird things, and then they'd spend just hours and hours in the same areas in the shop and stuff, and it's like, sometimes it gets to closing time, and you're like, you can't actually get customers out until it gets really far behind, you know, normally you just have to kind of wait, and if they're there 15 minutes after closing, you just have to wait. But sometimes you get these people in there, and they'd, there's a guy with a cowboy hat, who he would just... <laughs> He would pick up about like twenty DVDs and then just go to the counter and just ask about every single one of them. And normally buy like one. And oh. he just do that all the time. And when I started <laughs> working there, because I worked there for about four months after college, um, as a Christmas temp, uh, before I got my apprenticeship at Band CDs. And um it was they would be like, Oh, watch out for the cowboy and I'll be like, Why? And he's like, Because if he starts talking to you, you can't escape <laughs> and he'll just talk to you about everything all the time. Cowboy. Yeah, because he's always wore a cowboy hat and there's just no reason or anything to it, he just always did that. Huh. Um, where did you work after after Primark and stuff then? Um, I worked, uh, then I went to, I left Primark, I went and worked in IT support. Okay. Yeah. Um, and half the time I was out telling everyone just to turn it on and off again. Yeah. That, That's that just does, basically what Reese has said the amount of times that works is actually like quite surprising. Yeah. it's I didn't know how to do it. I was only really there. And I had people mess, like we had, a, it was, that, that was a really weird job because it was mainly male orientated. Mm. And there was only two females that worked there on, on our department. Yeah. And I remember I had, a, I had a man that was messaging me on a little group chat that we had within the work. Yeah. Um, that he had a boner under the table. <laughs> and that, you know, I don't know. It was really strange. And yeah, and it was a, strange job and i was only in that job for three months because i was like this is shit i don't know how to do it yeah i'm these people are so weird they might as well you know they, they should have been walking out with their boners out because for some <laughs> reason it was a very sexual place i thought um, workplaces do get a bit like that they get some oh, sort of weird vibes yeah, exactly like my, my then i went into doing um what for gs oh, um that's got funny. into hot water with social media so i got sacked oh, wow. um, wow. and then i went into insurance and did debt collecting for a year yeah um but that was a very sexual place everyone sort of i've heard that insurance like i work obviously as a broker where I, I haven't necessarily got the uh got the vibe maybe they're all doing it behind my back and i'm not getting involved because i'm not the cool kid but um, <laughs> They, I've I've heard from because most of the people who work at the place I work at now they they've had a lot of experience in insurance before whereas I I didn't at all and um, a lot of them said yeah you come from places where all the staff just they they've got partners at home but they'd all fuck each other oh Jesus and the Christ. partners would never know about it because obviously if you, <laughs> if you think about it like not all the time but a lot of the time when someone cheats on someone the way the person who's being cheated on finds out is from someone else exactly but if everyone's all in on it. Then there's everyone could cover each other's tracks all the time. And if you're fucking people at work, well, were they just doing like a whole orgy thing? Well, I don't know if it was an orgy. I think it was more kind of like 
they would not all necessarily get together. All I was going to say, where is this place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like um, there'd be, you know, there'd be like, uh, say, I don't know, 10 women, 10 men, and they would have all each kind of had sex with each other at, oh. at some point. So oh, like, sloppy seconds. That kind of thing. I imagine it was oh. like a work do, and then, you know, Janet would get with Bill, but then the next oh, work do... Oh, that sounds like a Bill very get with... sexy duo. <laughs> Janet, Janet and Bill. Bill. That's it. That sounds like... I'm sorry if that's someone's parents, by the way. That probably is someone's parents. That's very parent names. They it's, are. It's weird, though, because when um, Callum brought up a good point when we were talking about names a while ago, because all my conversations are super interesting, and um, we... <laughs> We were talking about uh, names and how names like Gretchen are really old person names and things like that, and Alfred and things like that. But I would think some Gretchen also sounds like someone who'd be quite hot. A yeah. girl that was into her books, but probably sucks dick like a pro. Oh, that sounds good. Everyone needs a Gretchen. Now, I don't life. think I've ever met anyone called Gretchen, but I know there was a girl called Gretchen in Recess, the Disney Oh, yeah, show. the spoon-faced girl. Yeah, she was very strange. I don't think... I can't say that I had any real attraction to her. I don't really have any, <laughs> I don't really have any crushes to anyone in recess, but I think Spinelli, or, or, I think, was the... What about cartoons, though? You must have that sort of attraction to a cartoon character. There's, Yep, there's there's two, um, and a lot of people listening will agree with this, um, is Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger yeah, Rabbit. Yeah, but she's hot anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> a Lola rabbit Bunny. with tits. Lola Bunny you from... You love your rabbits, Lola, don't you? Lola Bunny from, uh, from Space Jam. Like, I'm not saying that I ever touch myself inappropriately to her when, <laughs> when i was younger I watching space <laughs> when um there's just something about her she but she looks there's quite funny do you know who uh, natalie dormer is she's no. she's an actress who played marjorie in game of thrones and oh yeah yeah there's pictures of her online next to lola bunny and she her face expression is very similar to lola bunny's quite funny and i remember seeing that i go oh no because i'm i really fancy natalie dormer uh, and i saw that and i was like i haven't seen lola bunny since i've actually got space jam on uh blu-ray actually and um i haven't watched it in ages but i, I saw there was something on reddit and people were talking about i think cartoon characters they sleep with and so someone mentioned lola bunny and it was like one of the most top rated things it was like something about that cotton tail and it was like <laughs> i was thinking about that and oh i had a God. conversation with You're the guys into furries. Oh, not quite. <laughs> the, the guy said that to me and because i said um i was like would you guys fuck lola bunny and they were all like no obviously not and i was like maybe i would and then like, and then i thought about it and i was like I think if she was somehow 3D but cartoon, it would be okay. But if it was like someone who's <laughs> literally anthropomorphic, like a human but all furry and like a rabbit face, like Hermione in Harry Potter. Oh 2, yeah, what when she's, she's a, cat. a cat? That's not. That's awful. Oh that no. Is her, but that as a rabbit would not be sexy. That's terrifying and freaky as hell. So <laughs> I would definitely wouldn't want to do that's that. That's a bag over the head job. That is. Yeah. That would be. Uh, <laughs> Just pretend it's somebody else. Yeah, but then again, she'd be furry everywhere. Oh. You know? And I mean yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You know? So that's <laughs> furry legs like a carpet. It's no, like... <laughs> no, maybe not. I know that some girls have uh, the times. Especially when it's winter and they have, you know, just comfortable insulation. Shave their legs. Nice exactly. amount of insulation. Exactly. We've we've all done it here. All all females have. Yeah. Um. But then having a full body full of yeah, Fire. you yeah. feel like you're fucking Harry and the Hendersons. Really, <laughs> Imagine that a big Sasquatch on oh, you. God, oh God, yeah. That that's not a fun time. Sounds like my ex. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of guys. Uh, that, sorry, there's a lot of women and, and a lot of guys, I suppose, that like. Um, like hairy dudes you know the bear is the the gay i called bradley my mate a bear in one of the podcasts he's like i just want to clarify that i'm not a gay hairy man <laughs> but, um you know some dudes are quite hairy and um 
when I was, uh, oh, this was about two years ago when I was uh, when I was with my girlfriend at the time, she really likes long hair and beards. Oh. And I, I just grew my hair really long and grew like a really big beard. <laughs> and I was a really hairy bloke for like a year just because... Because she I, wanted to fuck Hagrid. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> for, that's it. Who doesn't want to fuck Hagrid? Oh, you know? I don't know. He Imagine would, that. I think, I think he I would... I should not have said that. <laughs> He's so big, though. <laughs> I just mentioned his cock being like an arm. Oh, his balls going on you. Oh, imagine that. Like wrecking ball. They'd be like grapefruit. <laughs> like oh, two my God. huge grapefruit. Cantaloupe. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Hagrid's cantaloupe balls. Oh, man. But to be honest, I don't think there's any cartoon characters that I would do. I must admit, I, for some reason, this is a really weird one, especially that he's dead now. But I used to have a little crush on Gene Wilder back in the day. Really? I don't know what it is. Was that from Willy Wonka or from other things? I think or? it's probably from See No Evil, Hear No Evil. I don't know why. I yeah. really don't know why. Because <laughs> that's, pretty... that's very strange. What about like early like celebrity crushes like my my first i'll say there's two okay <laughs> there's gonna be too much information for a lot of people <laughs> my first erection that i remember <laughs> was jessica simpson these boots are made for walking oh that was my first erection too <laughs> <laughs> i think i was like i was it was primary school and i don't know when that came out i'll have to look it up in a minute but i think i was i must have been about nine ish and I just remember watching the video and being like, there's that scene where she's in in the video where she's scrubbing herself with soap and cleaning the car. <laughs> and I'm watching this going, I fucking love this. I don't know what I was. I was nine, so I didn't swear. I was like, I really, really like this. I don't I know really why. I don't know why I like it so much. It's just really good. And now I look back and go, oh, because it's a really attractive blonde woman covering herself in soap. I mean, well, that's clear. And then um, a favourite uh, crush, like proper, was... Um, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but not oh, yeah. not actually Buffy. Oh. Funny, I do now. I fancy Buffy a lot more, Sarah Michelle Gellar. But it was her her friend Willow, who's played by Alison Hannigan. Yeah, um, who's also uh, for people who don't know, Alison Hannigan. She's in American Pie. She's, oh yeah, she's the she's the girl who has the flute up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was one them. time at band camp. Exactly. I shoved the flute up my pussy. And the funny yeah, thing is, you're one. ginger, so you're doing yeah. that's a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. can always trust a ginger to be weird. That's it. That's time. how you do it. That's the coolest. People. I think that's probably what I base my whole vibe off of. She Just, was like the most ultimate yeah funny well she's ginger. she's funny cool what's also like what's, what were you before we get into this what were your favorite uh favorite what your first sort of apart from Gene, Gene Wall, <laughs> what were your any celebrity crushes at all okay so i used to be into um my first ever celebrity crush was noel fielding i used okay. to be into the long hair yep. the the emo sort of style look with the you know the under the eye the eye makeup yeah, everything yeah, yeah. like that and now over the past three years well not three years for you since been my boyfriend about six years um i got something called asian persuasion so i started fancying people of korean okay thai and mm. japanese i don't know why you know what i mean like yeah. maybe i just heard that song turn in japanese and then that's maybe it. that was it it just turned just... you from there exactly yeah. exactly maybe. yeah i mean um <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think with. I'm trying to think of someone because I had a, There's quite a few women that I've. I was like in love with Scarlett Johansson, uh, Johansson for quite a while. Like during college, I was just something about her. I just. I was always <laughs> like I was just. I was in love with her essentially, but for not like true love or anything ridiculous like that. But it was just like I just fancied her so bad. Oh. She's all, she's my number one for ages. Uh, now it's more just like who isn't on the list like probably Helen Mirren that's about it like probably the only person who's a celebrity I wouldn't sleep with but um well only female I should pretext pretext her. I talk with Donald well, Trump you want to bang Donald oh god Donald no Trump. well actually I, I would not want to have sex with Donald Trump mainly because I'm a heterosexual male who doesn't like sleeping with men but I do think that a really flamboyant like Louis Walsh I'd love to see Louis Walsh fuck Trump 
That would be the funniest <laughs> thing on the whole world. And Graham just, Norton just sat there eating a sandwich while wanking off. That'd be good as well. Them. Just that, yeah. That yeah, would be it. That'd be such a good porn. That I don't know if I'd watch that porn. I, was, I wouldn't watch it, but it'd be like the scene in uh, Pulp Fiction when they got the you know the uh, balling gag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a bit like that. So Donald Trump doesn't actually want it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about raping Donald Trump. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Donald Trump with a ball gag being fucked by Louis Walsh while Graham Norton watches wanking eating a sandwich. Yeah, That's... and it's got to be like a spring onion sandwich. It's got to be spring onions. Yeah. So he's got the proper breath as well. Spring onions and garlic. Mm. Yeah, okay. That's good. Yeah, it's a good image. Among the, <laughs> among the smell of fake tan hairspray and I think with Louis Walsh glitter. Then it's exactly. Just I bet he sweat. comes glitter. I bet Louis Walsh That's does. impressive to see. That, that would be, I think, very painful to have done, like having glitter shoot you. Oh, but it'd be so beautiful though wouldn't it imagine think, that if everyone come glitter that would be Instagram every time I had come on my face I'd be like yeah. that would be good the funny thing is, is if you're having sex and um, it, you both come at the same time and just glitter <laughs> shoot if you come at the same time confetti or just confetti and glitter that would be amazing that would be that would be so much that fun that would be so beautiful that would be that would be better than the new year fireworks oh yeah just everyone goes has a wank in the garden and shoots confetti <laughs> Sounds like something that should have really beautiful, beautiful motivational music over it. You know yep, what I mean? That would be it. Just like really, it's piano and it just builds and builds and builds. And it's more and more, and everyone's like cheering. It's like, everybody have a good time. Everybody. <laughs> just confetti everywhere. That'd be it. Oh, God. It would make it would funny because it'd be it'll, like when you had <clears throat> when you have sex when you're younger, when you're like, um, when you live at home with your parents or teenage or anything like that, and you obviously have to try and hide it a lot more. And like <laughs> hiding cum generally is quite easy. Um, in compared- a sock. <laughs> Some guys have it in a sock. Um, there's someone I know who I won't name, but I know who had uh, I think it was a cum towel and oh, a cum t-shirt. Yeah. Everyone has cum towels. I don't have cum towels. Don't you have it when like you come on the girl? I've had it so many times where my boyfriend's come on me or he's come in me or whatever, and he's just gonna got this green towel on the side of his door and he's <laughs> thrown it at me because it's gonna gloop everywhere like a soap dispenser. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah, well, it's weird. And you always get the wet spot as well. And the, then if you're a gentleman, you need to you need to sleep in the wet spot, yeah. even though it's a lady's mess. <laughs> you need to sleep in the wet spot because then you're being a gentleman. My buddy, uh, I think I spoke to you briefly about him uh, the podcast before this podcast. My buddy Tom, um, he and his girlfriend uh, Laura, they call that the cuddle puddle. How <laughs> fucking brilliant is that for a name? That is such That's a perfect. Good name. I just want to spread the word. Just say Aww. Tom Guilford and Laura Smith came up with the greatest word for that. That ever. is so cute. It's great, isn't it? Just oh, the cuddle cuddle. Oh, that is actually really cute. It's yeah. cute, but he did also say that rape is a struggle cuddle, which is not. Oh quite, my god! That's, that's kind of like that's a little bit bad, isn't it? Like he's not condoning rape. I don't want to stop talk, just talk about <laughs> yeah, all these people. Just talk about rape, yay! Yeah, just you know, mate Tom. Yeah, he's really into rape. So, no, he's, he's a good guy. He's definitely into that. But. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, the, so the cuddle, the cuddle puddle. Cuddle puddle. Well, I, I'm trying to think. No, because a lot of the time when I'm, if I'm with a woman, and I'm over to their house. They pretty much always have wet wipes. Um, oh, do they? Yeah. Um, oh. So they have wet wipes to clean themselves up. And oh, I mustn't be a female. <laughs> I have, I have uh, tissues in my drawer. Um, oh. I, use. I don't have a towel. Oh, but no, that would. If you have tissues though, that must get like you know. Flaky. When you get a, yeah. Yeah. The, I. I have to get good quality tissues because in, when I first moved out and stuff, I just got value tissues. Oh, no. Have a wank to myself and then, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, dri- I wipe the, uh, laying in my filth and sweat <laughs> and disappointment. And every guy, every guy knows that when they've had, as, when you're having a wank, it's like this greatest thing ever. As soon as I'm finished, I'm going to just go again. The moment you finish, it's like, and you go, nope. 
and is immediately <laughs> looking down at yourself with your becoming more and more limp dick in your hand <laughs> and your, your your legs that like are slightly glazed. Worm. Yeah, exactly. And becoming more and more worm like oh, as it just slowly goes into yourself in shame. And you've got your hairy, glazed with sweat legs and just semen on you. And it's like, <laughs> I feel gross. I almost I almost regret it, but I don't because I'll do it again. And um, I use the uh, use the tissue uh, on it and whatnot. <laughs> And then you just put it on there, and as you come off, because the tissue is like three ply, but it's really shitly put together, just hot, like a cornflake size tissue thing goes, gets stuck to your dick, and you try to <laughs> peel it off the end, and it's really sensitive, and you're like, I just want to go to sleep now. I just want to get up, wash my hands, and go to sleep. But I'm trying to peel cornflake of cornflakes of tissue off the end of my really sensitive dick, and it's like this oh, is. Oh God. Yeah, it's a. Uh, a male, <laughs> males, I think when they think of women uh, touching themselves, is like. It's a very sexy thing, and obviously a lot of the time it's oh, porn no, and stuff. It's not. But you say that, but guys wanking is like, or maybe it's just because I'm a heterosexual dude. But like a dude wanking is just like I can just imagine like a, like dudes are hairy and they they get kind of sweat, <laughs> and I can imagine so, I don't personally grunt when I do it, but I'm pretty certain that a lot of guys do from what women have told me. Oh yeah. And so there's the grunting, and there's like um you know the hunching of the shoulders, and obviously and it's all sweaty and hairy and stuff. So, Sounds gross. Yeah, the male form is not pleasant. But to be honest, when girls touch about anyway certain things anyway, when girls touch themselves, obviously you see porn. Yeah. And they've got like a giant, massive vibrator thing. Yeah. They're waving it around and stuff like that. Um, But literally, with me, it's like five seconds, and then well, I've done it. Got to the scene. Got to the cum shot, and then that's it. Wow. Wow. When I fair enough, and it's and normally I watch porn for the stories. To be honest, really, a lot of women do that actually. Oh, fake taxis are funniest thing you're ever going to see in your life. (laughs) There's someone I knew, one of my exes, one of her friends was on fake taxi, and I couldn't. Was she on it? Yeah, I can't remember what her name was. I help promote your YouTube. I want my fame. Like, YouTube in the day, porn up at night. That'd exactly, that yeah. sounds really good. Well, wait, you'd probably make a lot of money from it, wouldn't you? That'd be yeah. great. Um, but yeah, there's a. Uh, oh man, I've lost my train of thought. I'm nothing about porn. <laughs> <laughs> the um, oh, the stories and fake taxi stuff. See, with me though, with porn, I'm like, I'm I'm really picky with my porn. Um, there's a lot of porn I like, but it's the, the videos. Like, for example, if the guy is making more noise than the girl, I can't watch it at all. Oh, if God, that's annoying. Uh, that is. There's certain shots they have, which are just... I don't know why anyone would want to see the male or female, but it's like where the woman's legs are kind of like in the... The woman's laying down, her legs are in the air. The guy's... It's basically like missionary, but her legs are in the air. So it's, I think it's called butterfly. And um, <laughs> the angle is like under the guy. So yeah. You just see the guy's you ass just see big moving and balls. balls just doing that. Yeah. And it's just like... Is this sexy? You no. can't see the, pretty much any part of the woman. You and see when, balls, which is the ugliest part of a and male. as soon as the man speaks, you're like, shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> yeah. seriously, shut up. Oh, it's 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 awful. Oh, yeah. God. And and oh, another thing that I absolutely hate is when... Um, <laughs> sorry if people... If this is people's form of uh, boxer shorts or whatever, but when people have boxer shorts that have really cringy slogans on them. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to read off your dick. <laughs> you know what I, was, I mean? <laughs> I was thinking about maybe getting like a, an accordion tattooed on my dick so like oh. when it's small and shriveled you just see it like the That'll two ends beautiful. of the accordion and then as it grows <laughs> you see the middle bit come out oh. I'll never get a tattoo on my dick that'd freak me too I'm too oh. freaked out about that sort of thing but oh but I've got a tattoo on mine we could have <laughs> god your, yeah, but your dick's huge yours my is like dick's a massive, massive it's like it's an elephant trunk big you know? hairy dick oh god that's awful <laughs> <laughs> big hairy but, ginger dick ah uh, that's scary and awful to think about oh gosh, um, especially if people can't see you uh, obviously if you go on um <clears throat> Was it? Is it uh, Steph is a crab? No, or? Steph the crab. Steph the crab. There you go. Steph the crab. You'll see that Steph. What are you? Five foot two or something? Five, five foot, foot two, five three. I'm yeah, not and you're like quite a 
quite a small ginger girl. Yeah. So it's like you talking about your huge dick is scary. Yeah. Slightly arousing, but also scary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with with porn, I'm I'm quite picky, and I uh I end up going. I, I only have like four or five videos, and I watch eat. I like watch one for two minutes, Playlist. and then the next one two minutes. Oh. Almost, yeah. But I don't have a porn up like a uh, account or anything. I, oh. I don't want to pay for it. Oh, I've, you I've, should you should have a look at the comments on that though. Some of them are funny. Some of the comments on it are things like I saw one the other day, which was um, someone asking, "How do I level up this character in League of Legends?" And I was just like. I got my dick in my hand. I'm trying to jack off, but I saw that and I was cracking up and I was like, "You've ruined my." You've ruined I've just my got life. to apply to it now because I know the answer. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of there's people on there who are like um, they do film spoilers in porn up comments. Oh yeah, I've seen I, that. I don't like spoilers. Spoilers really trigger me when it comes to films, but that is just hilarious. Just like just jacking off and, and you're about to come and then you inadvertently scroll down a little bit and then you see a spoiler to a movie you love and it's like, oh great. That's what someone um, said. Don't let this distract you from that Professor Snape dog. And I was just like, what the hell? Oh man! And you're watching some woman getting like proper like penetrated and then deep throat fucked. You know what <laughs> and I mean? then you're just thinking about, oh Snape, what happened to him? I can't oh, believe no, it. Oh no, I can't believe it. Oh, I had to question Professor Snape as well. Oh, but then you? my ex looked like Professor Snape, and now I can't. I see. Can't ever. Yeah, can't I'm ever. trying to think. Uh, there's a couple of women. There's, there's women that I've dated. There was the first girl I ever dated. She only dated for like four days, and she was my first kiss. She was in college, Aww. and um, yeah, she had. I think she is naturally ginger, but she had like gingery red hair. And um, there's an actress called Christina Hendricks who's in uh, Mad Men and uh, she's in a few other films as well. Um, and I, after being with her, I, we only made out or anything. It was only when I was like 16. But after being with her, I just had this weird thing for Christina Hendricks for ages. I mean, she's a <laughs> stunning woman. But I think all the other women I've been with, most of them haven't been really compared to anything else, really. I haven't... I don't think I've really been compared. Uh, uh, Seth Rogen... Uh, <laughs> you JJ, like not anymore. Not anymore. Back in uh, back in the day, maybe. Yeah. But you don't anymore. I used to look like Jonah Hill from Superbad in school, like really Aww. with the jufro and the double chin Aww. and that sort of thing. But we've all sort of grown up. Is this oh, yeah. called being an ugly duckling and then growing up into something amazing? That's it. I call it that. Ugly duckling is a nice way of putting it. I call it late late bloomer. And I, <laughs> I just I think late when when men and women um, are late bloomers, they always be better because. If you're not immediately super hot when you're young, you have to develop a personality for people to actually like you. And like, but if you're just immediately super hot, not everyone who's been hot from when they were younger is um, uh, excuse me, is, yeah, <laughs> they're not all boring. There's a lot of that are, but not all of them are. But like, when you're, for me, example, I I was an asshole to a lot of people when I was younger, and I was very overweight and very unattractive, and so I had to to get people to talk to me. I had to become likeable and I got bullied a bit in Chamberlain mainly because I was an asshole I and I was pretty fat yeah, yeah. Awesome. I think more or less if you weren't one of these sort of certain type of people you would have got bullied exactly I mean I remember in uh, Chamberlain uh, like there was a gay guy I knew who I was friends with and he got chased around the school with rocks like, Jesus few, Christ yeah like about six or seven chavs just chucking rocks at him because he's oh. gay and it's just like the fact that that even so happens horrendous. Oh, it's, so backwards. Which because being gay in uh, England was only made legal because it used to be illegal until I think it was nineteen sixty eight or nineteen seventy. Oh Jesus! It was illegal when our parents were alive. Um, let me think how. Yeah, my mum was alive before that, so yeah. Um, there was it was actually they were alive at a time where being gay was illegal, and yeah. I just that's in our life like almost a lifetime. That was you know four almost fifty years ago now. I was like that even. I can't even fathom that. Like, obviously, they got uh, the rights to get married a couple of years ago, which is fantastic, and they should have had it from the get-go. But 
I just I can't believe it. It's I just like people <clears throat> are so backward at school. Yeah, well, yeah, especially school because there's a lot of chavs and a lot of. I, I think you know it was sad, really, that the fact that we can sit and say that we got bullied and yeah, it's you know. But it makes you develop. It makes you grow as a person. You know, I find like with humor, I imagine you have quite dark humor as well. Oh the, yes, yeah. But, but when you get when you, well, I found that when I got bullied and stuff, um, what happened was. You, I spoke about this a little bit with Tom on the podcast, so if anyone's heard that, apologies for repeating myself. But like, um, I'd find that if you if you get bullied and especially verbal, if you then take the piss out yourself, you can make jokes about yourself. You then become known as the funny one rather than the victimized one. Yeah. You develop a sense of humor, and people start liking you for that as well. And you kind of that's how not everyone who's not everyone who's been bullied has a dark sense of humor. Not everyone who has a dark sense of humor has been bullied, but it makes it a lot easier, you know. Especially also when you've been bullied a lot when you're younger. You can have a lot of insecurity issues uh, when you get older, obviously, but it can also help you be really uh, self-critiquing and kind of self-reflecting because because you've always had people almost pointing out your flaws for so long. When they stop doing it, when you grow up a bit, you still kind of do it. So it does. It can make you grow a lot. So it's, it's one of those things where every horrible thing that's happened to me, including dad dying, is like it's all horrible shit. But the silver linings of it all is all that it's made me a better person because of it. Yeah, you know, and that, that's kind of. Life is all about the silver linings, and life's all about the moments. Like, a lot of life is really shit and horrible. Like, people dying of cancer here, there, and everywhere, and celebrities dying that you, like, have some sort of... Uh, you idolise them, and you think, this is my escapism, to just listen to Bowie, or Amy Winehouse, or Prince, or whatever, and then they die, and it's like, okay, there's that escapism gone, and then you go back to your home, and then your grandma's dying of cancer and oh, shit. And it's just like, no. everything... Everything in life can be really horrendously brutal, but you have to find the light in it and find the silver linings to keep you on going. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with, you know, a lot of the time with life. Because it, it can be very difficult to see the silver linings when everything seems so shit, you know? Yeah. I have to grab a glass of water because my throat is... <laughs> oh, but um, we've got so many subjects and so many tangents, so I'm trying to think what we could even pick up and pick out from then. Um... Well, to be honest with you, like we 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 school was shit. We went to a school that was scum. Like that's a, yeah. it's really bad. But I mean, yeah. we went to a school where, like, don't get me wrong. I feel like maybe I was a bit of a twat. Yeah, um, I, I was definitely. <laughs> and and but I don't feel like that's never an excuse to be mean or to bully anyone. Well, yeah, there's a line between like I was. <clears throat> my issue in school was I had an ego issue. I thought I was right all the time. I thought I was better than everyone in the sense that I was more intelligent than everyone. My you opinion probably were more. to be honest with me. I was fairly intelligent, but the problem was is that when you're younger and especially all your family and all their friends and stuff are always telling you that you're really clever and you could be a genius one day, you develop this. There's ego problem where you do think that when no, even the most clever 10 year old, you know, is not as intelligent as like an average 30 year old, mainly because of experience. You, you, you learn, especially socially, you know, you grow, you always, you're always learning, you're always growing and stuff. And the main way you learn about people is trial and error. Like relationships are a key thing of that, of you, you start dating someone for like first relationships. A lot of the time they're just that some people when they first they date someone when they're young and they stay with them forever and kudos to them but some a lot of the time you date someone younger and then you come out of the relationship and you go man i was a dick you know <laughs> and you realize that they the person you were dating was also being a dick but it's like because you're both young you don't understand uh the dynamics a lot of the time between couples and things and it, it becomes this this thing um but you learn and i, I find with with school and stuff yeah everyone being a dick and me also being a dick i would i don't think i was ever like in 
excuse me, intentionally like really mean and like horrible and vindictive or anything like that. I never sought out and wanted to really hurt people. It was just, I thought I was right. People argued with me and I would patronise them because I thought I was so clever and I thought I had every answer on the whole fucking planet that, you know, but like there is a line between the people who are a bit dickish who you can kind of, you can forgive and not worry about, but there's, there were some people who were just awful just oh, really horrendously really, bad people really disgusting yeah i mean there's people uh, at our school just yeah i remember times when people just beat the shit out of each other and they'd be like bloody faces and all sorts exactly of it was it was awful and it was a point now that uh, i remember when I, I presume it was obviously when i started growing tits um uh i had a I had a boy and we had only been out of school for a little while and a boy messaged me on facebook someone used to severely bully me yeah. and was like oh i think you're this i think you're that like talking like you know, complimenting me, I guess. Yeah. Um, but but make sure you don't tell this this boy or this other boy. Make right. sure you you know, because because it will ruin my bad boy reputation or whatever. And I wow. just was like, what? But now you, I get the bullies and they're, they're trying to send me dick pics. <laughs> I've had a few dick pics from people that I could expose, but I've decided not to. Um, <laughs> yeah, wow. But they were wankers. They were absolute wankers. Our school was full of twats. I'm not afraid. Oh, yeah. You know, I've had I've had a couple of people apologise to me, which I have up at utmost respect for. Yeah. Um. Because obviously there's no reason to ever make someone's life misery. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like we we all grow from it. Yeah, exactly. We and all grow from it. You have to accept when people are. You can't hold a grudge against someone when they're say sixteen. If they're twenty something and they apologise and they go, "Look, I'm really sorry. You know, I was going through a lot of stuff at home, or this that, and the other. It's no excuse, but I was really awful to you, and I'm sorry." And it's like I'm one of those people that. Once someone's apologised to me, nine times out of ten, it'll be fine. You know, if someone's been a bit of a dick, if they just say, I'm really sorry, as soon as they said that, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And a lot of the time, people will be like, I'm really sorry. I just think that, it's like, dude, you, you said you're sorry. I can see you're sincere. That's what I need. As long as you know that you've done something wrong and you can apologise for it and say, I did wrong, my bad. That's it. That's the end of it. You recognise that. I've accepted that. Let's move on. But you get sometimes, obviously, sometimes when someone, like, if someone cheated on me, you know, then. I wouldn't. It wouldn't just be. I'm really sorry. Oh, fine. There's just you know. There's certain bit. There's certain things which I do. Depending how big they are, they they you can't just one off apologize for. But I do find that forgiveness is is a very important thing. You know, not holding holding a grudge is toxic. You know, like there are obviously certain people. Like if someone was horrendous to you, then you don't you don't necessarily hold a grudge. You just know they're a piece of shit. And knowing someone's a piece of shit is different to holding a grudge, you know? Yeah. Holding grudges, someone okay or nice did something horrible to you once or twice and you don't forgive them. But then there's people who are just awful people and you know they're awful so you don't want to associate yourself with exactly. them. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's... um, yeah, Being human's weird and social things. <laughs> what, what's weird as well is... um, I was thinking about this uh, the other day actually because well, I'm, I'm single. Um, But like with... When I meet women, you know, and when they're single obviously getting the vibe is it's you can't you almost can't explain it to someone you know what i mean like i I don't think i've ever made a move on anyone who no no i not to my knowledge i may have made a move on anyone that didn't uh reciprocate it but it's like it's one of those things you almost can't explain to someone someone you this moment almost happens you feel a vibe change and then it just oops and then just (laughs) smack yeah that smacks the mic and that's that's it that's the sexiness of it but it's there's so many things in the human uh, experience that are just so hard to explain to people. Love's a good one. 
you know obviously you've been uh, how long have you been with your uh, partner uh four years okay. and yes and that was a, a fucking on the first date as well <laughs> nice nicely done exactly and it was supposed to be just because because i've only ever been with two people sexually oh, okay um because i don't know i i speak like a porn star i act <laughs> like a porn star but i'm not yeah. <laughs> um when it comes to that sort of thing i'm actually quite timid but oh. um yeah i've been together for four years um it was supposed to just be a casual thing and i guess it turned into a proper thing there's um you know i won't name them but um <laughs> they uh that was a casual thing uh that turned into something else um in fact i think pretty much everyone is in a relationship around me that's what happens now because i think what used to happen was you meet someone uh you get to know them a lot and then over obviously depending how far back you go depends on how long you'd leave it until you have sex some people would be marriage some people would be third date these sorts of things now it's more like you fuck them first to get to know them yeah and then once you fucked and stuff you're kind of like well that's all the sexual tension out the way after you fucked you can just kind of hang out and And not get to know each other exactly exactly i think on my first date my boyfriend i think he knew more about my left side of my face and he he did about because because i was just like this i he was was driving me to the restaurant we went to a a sushi restaurant which is kind of funny for someone who's asian (laughs) um and i my whole face was like to the window Mm. and i was like you know afraid and everything like that and then all of a sudden he took me to his place we weren't even intending to do anything but then all of a sudden we just started fucking yeah well that can happen and like i've had it um Uh oh your dick's in my mouth you know what i mean sushi now there's (laughs) it's um i've had it before where like um when i was online dating um because i'm not really on that anymore i'm kind of taking a moment away from that i can't really be asked at the moment but um it's just a lot of effort but um with when i was online dating last year a bit um, there was a girl that I mentioned to you before the podcast, I won't name her or anything, but um, uh, we dated each other for six weeks. We never did anything physical um, and it didn't work out. You know, there's Aww. no spark, which is completely fine. But part of me wonders if we had slept together, would there would that have made the spark? I, I think now it probably wouldn't have done. No. But at the time I was questioning it, I was a bit like, is that, you know, that sort of thing. And then there was another girl <clears throat> who I ended up uh, dating properly for a while uh, and we uh, did stuff the first time we met after... Um, after uh talking online and stuff and we met up and we did stuff and um it's this weird thing where when you're with someone uh who's say obviously who you're attracted to so obviously me i'm a heterosexual male so a heterosexual female or bisexual female it seems to be i don't think i've ever slept with a woman who's actually heterosexual thinking about it <laughs> i think i to be honest i had a conversation with a lesbian girl the other day i think more or less a lot of girls because they're very flamboyant with their sexuality mm. i think there's probably not many females who wouldn't say that they wouldn't sleep with another girl. I think a lot. There's a, I can't remember the percentage, but there's a quite high percentage of women who have experimented. You Especially, know, come on, because girls are beautiful, girls are sexy. Like, yeah. who wouldn't want to sleep with one? Exactly. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> it. You've you've got what I've described. One of my favorite things about um, women is is almost the softness sort of thing of the skin. It's just uh, maybe it's because women are <laughs> built in society, expected to use a lot of hand creams and moisturizers and look a certain way. Maybe that is a product of it, and maybe I'm not helping by saying this, but. Um, <laughs> It's just the the softness of the skin, the sort of delicate in a sense, you know. And I'm not a huge guy, but I'm bigger in a way. <clears throat> and when you're with a girl, where it, this sounds really weird, it may freak people out, but like knowing that I'm so much stronger than this girl and she's trusting me to yeah. be gentle is such a weirdly attractive. It's, it's beautiful thing. in a way. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's beautiful in a way. Like, um, and and I guess people get get the vibe of it as well that. Especially when you find a girl that 
maybe comes across timid or whatever mm. comes across like a, a princess whatever you want to say and then fucks like a porn star in the best bedroom that's yeah. the best type of woman that you could ever get yeah yeah okay it's, <laughs> like, it, it's funny there's um one of my female friends actually uh, shared something on facebook the other day which was <laughs> it was um life's too short to not um life's too short to not admit you like being choked during sex and <laughs> exactly. I was like, that's just brilliant like like you know i've been with i've been with seven seven women i think oh my um, god it's not that many you've it's, turned into a gigolo since school <laughs> i would have slept with a lot more women if women would let me you know oh. it's <laughs> if, if women would let me sleep with them i'd be happily <laughs> different one every night but um <laughs> which is what i'm single it's like when i'm in a relationship it's just like you that's know that's that one person exactly yeah. but when i'm single because when i was <clears throat> first of all when i was obviously younger when we were in school and stuff like there were people getting girlfriends and boyfriends and I got I remember getting mocked in year 11 when I was 16 for still being a virgin yeah and I was yeah. like we don't even we're like literally just at the legal age and that's what kind of school we went to getting mocked for being a virgin when you're 16 it's like what i got mocked when i was 13 for being a virgin and and they would say to me oh steph you're never gonna have a boyfriend you're never gonna be loved and everything like that and i I used to get that as well oh thank you yeah lovely people who are just toxic and they've got their own issues and they just project on other people because they're so insecure yeah exactly exactly and at the end of the day it's they're just wankers they and they're probably the ones that are absolutely sad they probably have a toxic relationship themselves exactly and... yeah the kind of people who just exert negativity all the time are the ones that are most miserable you know excluding the outliers which are people who robert williams for example obviously everyone said he brightened up everyone's life he's great but he was really depressed there's a lot of people who are super super happy and bubbly who are really depressed but the people who are actively uh, malicious and horrible and they're, they're just miserable you know exactly, they're, they're, exactly. you know I've, I've tried as I've gotten older to be a lot more positive a lot more altruistic and a lot more just nice to people and you just you get it reciprocated back if you just put a smile on and you're just a bit overly polite um, to more people and you're you do a few more things for people that kind of put you out of the way a little bit like give someone a lift or <clears throat> help someone move one weekend day it's only a small thing um, like to you but to someone else can be a really big thing and just all these little nice things you do to people it's all you it's all you really need to, to have if everyone was just a little bit nicer the world would be so much a better place but you know that's that's one thing i can't understand is why some people can ju- are just negative in their nature they're just malicious yeah. and nasty people and mm. they don't care about anyone but themselves like i've never understood why people are like that yeah like i maybe might be one of these people that's like oh why can't everyone be nice to everyone everyone be absolutely lovely to everyone but yeah. um yeah it's just just wankers i wish wankers didn't exist but <laughs> well it's it would be nice having a world without people who are just awful but there are a lot of people who are like assholes or dicks who there's a lot of people from our school who we, were, we've both said stuff that maybe we've actually been disgraced by yeah even if it's retaliate retaliating to somebody saying something to you on social media and then yeah. you writing back oh yeah yeah, yeah. everyone's been guilty of, <laughs> of been that sort of thing no one's a saint but it is the line between there's some people who are kind of dicks there's guys from, i remember from school who they weren't bad people they were just dicks they just it's inconsiderate just didn't think about it yeah, yeah. and they just, they just didn't think about it but, but they've actually become good people yeah because they learn and what a lot of people do a lot of reason why obviously when you're a teenager it's so hard because you've got the pressure from exams and the pressure from thinking about your future jobs as well as hormones social pressures sex your own body all these sorts of horrendous huge amount of things and you're expected to know so much when you're so young but equally treated like a child in so many ways and all these sorts of other things so when you come out of being a teenager a lot of people are so self-reflective it, they're a lot better now and it's like 
I just, uh, like I said to you, it was like, I just found I was being a dick to everyone and I was miserable because everyone was horrible to me all the time. And I was like, as soon as I was like, I'm going to make an active effort to be nicer to people, as soon as that happened, my quality of life improved loads. I got more friends, I got a girlfriend. I mean, every. It's like, you, this, to be honest, it's like I'm even talking to someone completely different to what I knew in school. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. It's like you've totally changed your whole life around. Yeah, well, it's taken a lot, you know. You seem it's... like a likeable person. Wow, yeah, I didn't used to be, yeah. It's uh, it's a good thing, you know, at least I'm not unlikable now. No. It's, uh, it's just one of those where it just takes time. It, it takes time and things for people to, to shake the ground, essentially, you know. With me, in college, for example, you know, I, I, um, I wouldn't name names or anything like that, but I dated someone and we broke up. It was a very, very messy breakup, like life and death sort of messy, that's what I'm that sort of seriousness of it um and from that experience i learned that really changed me that was when i was 16 i think no 17 just 17 and um when that happened and this huge big thing that was literally like a life or death situation if anything had happened differently someone could have died sort of thing and when that happened it changed my perspective because it was like okay actions can actually have consequences like if i'm addicted to people I, I just if i'm just a bit thoughtless and say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing really big things can happen and that that was the the major event in my life that made me almost turn around from the journey i was taking and obviously a few years off well uh, still during college the second year of college that's when dad got uh, diagnosed with cancer and obviously that's like okay that's a big thing and you know watching one of your parents slowly deteriorate and your you know your other parent trying to deal with it and all these sorts of other things and like it really it does make you grow and it changes perspective on stuff and it's like it's very cliche but life is so fucking short there's no, why waste time being horrible to people you know if people are horrible to you and they're toxic in your life unless they're like in a job and you can't do anything about them being working with you just don't hang out with them you know just, yeah. and, and just and if you find yourself most people who are generally happy people will know this, where it's like, if you're just finding anger and hate and being a troll online or doing this or doing that, you will just be miserable because everything around you is negative. But when you give off good vibes, people reciprocate the good vibes. And then if you do something good for someone, you get the good feeling, but also you get the good feeling of them for doing something good, you know? There's few things better than doing something for someone and them just giving you a sincere thank you. It's just such a gratifying thing. And so many people just don't see this and so many people are just so miserable like it and they they blame everyone else for everything and it's just like a lot of external factors are key in when you grow up and how, what kind of person you become but you do have to take responsibility to a degree you know you do have to say okay maybe i was i wasn't personally i want to clarify this but um maybe i was abused by my parents or maybe this person this family member was absolutely horrendous to me and really destroyed me in this way or or like broke my self-confidence but it's like if you can have the strength and everyone's got the strength within them if people have got this strength to be able to push through it and fight some of the best people I know are the people who've been through the worst shit in their lives, you know. So I think the probably the nicest person I know was heavily abused by um, their parent and things like that and had a horrendous life growing up. It was awful. But they're one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And I find that a lot, you know. Yeah, no. It's it's uh, it's perspective. Exactly, exactly. You know, it, it, I mean, I've, I've described myself as a, as a pessimistic optimist, you know, <laughs> where, or a realist, if you want to be specific. Just like... I, I, I kind of expect the worst, but I hope for the best, you know? Or I hope for the best, but I prepare for the worst. So it's like, I really want everything to go smoothly. And I I hope it can. But just in case it doesn't, 
I'm prepared, you know? And that's kind of how you got to live because there's the line between being naive and thinking everything's always going to work out and then there's also just being so pessimistic you're going to like, shit on everything before anything happens and then nothing's going to get achieved, you know? And it's, it's it's great having people like you on the podcast of just... Like, the podcast, the tag is um, Honest Conversations with Interesting People, you know? <laughs> and the kind of almost subtle joke about it is everyone's an interesting person. You know, everyone everyone's passionate about something. Everyone's got some sort of insight into the world that other people don't have some perspective and it's just anyone being passionate about something it's just when you talk to someone even if you're not into it but you see how passionate they are and their eyes light up when they get to talk about this thing and they get so excited i just i love that you know yeah and that's kind of one of the reasons i started the podcast because even if no one almost if no one else listens just the conversations of talking to someone who's passionate about something they care about is the good you know yeah exactly i mean obviously it's so interesting with conversations as why you can go from one topic to another and how it goes into something else i don't know what it is just so like wow (laughs) yeah i've never ever like it's the last time i've ever had a good conversation with someone wow. ever like yeah you have to come to the podcast more often then I should yeah, when you move just come back down <laughs> I'm always game for having uh, repeat guests and stuff on there and whotnot. like um, <laughs> like with because um, with, with you on YouTube what, what a lot of people don't get which is very impressive like And that's the end of part one. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, guys. Uh, to find out what my humongous breath at the end of that was leading up to, um, you'll have to tune in next week. Um, if you enjoyed this week's chat, you'll basically enjoy next week's because it's much of a similar sort of vein of things. The subject matter does vary, but, you know, me and Steph have a great time just chatting and, you know, she's just a lot of fun. She's just a really nice, good person. So, yeah, make sure you check out our YouTube stuff at Steph the Crab. I'll include all the links in the usual info places and if you're watching on YouTube in there as well. As at the start, if you get a moment, check out Young, Free and Coupled, the podcast, um, because, well, they're just both great people and real well, great people, great podcast, you know, why not Why not check it out? Um, yeah, I'll be back next week with part two of this as usual, and that's it really. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever if you feel like you deserve it. If you feel like you deserve it, if you feel like we deserve it, you definitely deserve it, just for listening. Thank you so much. Um, I'm recording this very late, so I'm a bit tired, so I do apologise for all you people out there. Um, anyway, speak to you guys next week. <laughs>